With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stupid. Get it started. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. have questions or comments, call in at 1-347-237-5506. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Play with 
doing that? It's 7-11-2016. Happy Monday, everyone. And happy birthday to Zakia Everett, who turns 25 in the Big Brother 18 house today. And boy, did she get a dance from Polly and the boys last night. Welcome, Michelle Costa. How are you? How was your weekend? And did you get to see the boys dance for Zakia last night? I didn't, but I want in. <laughs> I there know. Is a couch and I, can, I need a couch and I need some boys dancing all over me. But no, I that didn't. It was like did Magic it, Polly get... last night. <laughs> Ooh, oh my, I'm going to have to go back. I, I was, I'm sorry, Cherry. Happy Manic Monday. I had a very busy day yesterday, my cherry pie. Do you know what happened? Wow. Yes. What happened? Portugal uh-huh. advanced. Yes, they did. Well, and they I know didn't a Portugal advance, girl that's Jerry, really they happy won. about it. They won the Euro Cup. They won it all, Jerry. They, they won it all. They won it all. They won it all. They are the Euro Cup champions. I just want to say congratulations to my boys and Cristiano Ronaldo. I hope you're getting better because they they brutally attacked you that French team, and they they hurt you, and they, they they took you out. But you know what? They didn't take our team out in our spirit. I'm proud to be Portuguese. Um, after the show tonight, check out my Facebook, where you'll you actually see my Facebook Live, and you'll see me and my family celebrating the win. And let me tell you, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Woo, if you're looking for a laugh, make sure you go check it out. Uh, I have videos of my cousins in Portugal celebrating. It was such a big day. The first time Portugal ever won the Euro Cup. So it's a very big That's day for all the awesome. Portuguese. The, my, the streets around where I live were closed down with people celebrating. So I can only imagine all the other towns uh, like New Bedford, Fall River, where Jason lives. Um, EP, Pawtucket, everywhere that has Portuguese people. Viva Portugal! Are you wearing your Portugal bracelet that I sent you? Uh, You better believe it. I haven't taken that puppy off, girl, please. I've been wearing (laughs) that, girl. Yes, I love it, love it, love it. I have have my Portuguese scarf on right now as we speak. (laughs) Aw. So, yeah. We do have an announcement um, to make real quick um, regarding the Big Brother Live Seeds. Apparently, there is a problem with the live feeds, and um, if you're listening or watching the live feeds on a computer, you will have cams two, three, and four out of of order, um, and it may take up to two days for repair, but the feeds will work on your Roku devices, et cetera. Um, I guess cam one is working, two, three, and four are out um, and not working properly. So, and it may take up to two days for repair. But if you're watching on like a Roku device or something, apparently it's working properly. So, yeah. Well, you just and caught so many people watch on a throughout computer. all of Big Brother Land. <laughs> right. Most people watch on, oh, no. on a computer. So, 
I would imagine right. that's causing well, quite a rift around Big Brother land. Well, there's a lot of rifts that we're going to get into, Cherry. Uh, some very distasteful happenings, um, which we're going to get into. Uh, we have an amazing guest tonight, and Cherry... Before I even say his name, can we just put the disclaimer? Um, and we're going to probably be playing this disclaimer a lot tonight <laughs> because I love my boy. And guess what? He tells it like it is and how he feels. So let's pop up that dis- disclaimer real quick, Sherry. See if it's working properly. Here we go. The views expressed by guests and callers into the Rad Reality Show are not necessarily the views of the host or the sponsors of the Rad Reality Show and are for entertainment purposes only. Some assembly may be required and batteries are not included. So it's working. We don't have any breaking news. The disclaimer is not working, so that's good. We have the amazing Cherry. He's been on our show many times. He's a staple here. BB9, Paco DeLone. I am excited, Cherry. Are you excited? Because he just always has... Like, the best, just everything. He's just everything to us. Are you excited? I know you are. Of course I am. I love him. Oh, what's there not to love about Parker? So we're going to get some information from him, his thoughts, his top three, and I'm sure we're going to get who he's not really interested in. And uh, definitely there will be some talk about – what happened on the show last night, uh, which involved a lot of um, Frank and um, him and the, the ladies. I guess he's been rubbing the ladies the wrong way. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, a big storm on the Internet. And I, I, somehow I got involved. Somebody involved me because somebody asked me a question. Did I see what happened? And I was like, no, you know, I was working all day. I didn't know what happened. And, boy, did I get messages like, it's over. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it be. And I'm like, what the? Who are you talking to? I hope it's not me because you're talking to the wrong girl. I'll tell you that right now because I'll talk and do whatever I please. You know, I don't normally go off on people. I, I try not to. But, I mean, you know, this is a subject that is very sensitive, Cherry. And before we start Absolutely. talking about that, I just want to – also talk about a sensitive subject that's happening in the world right now. You know, um, we, we are seeing um, a lot of deaths, um, you know, by cops. We saw uh, the cops in Dallas that were slain. You know, five officers died. And what people need to know is that, you know, it's not a touche type of thing. You know, you don't go, oh, they killed this. Like, we're going to go kill them. We're gonna... I mean, it's just a back and forth battle that's not going to end and it's horrific it's horrible and I, I I'm just my prayers go out to the families of the victims that were killed also to the police officers Cherry in Dallas and all the police officers out there um, you know they put their life on the line you know and, and I think we had that one slain here little... in Missouri in a, a oh. area not far from he, from me um, he was he went up to a car and Asked for he pulled him over for driver or for speeding, and asked for license registration, and was simply walking back to his car to, you know, that's just normal procedure. Was walking back to his car to check his license and registration. As he was returning to his police car, the driver gets out, runs up on the guy behind his back, and shoots him three times in the back. And 
of course, the officer went down, and the guy jumps back in his car and takes off. And the officer was injured so bad he couldn't even radio in to get help. And one of the neighbors actually saw it take place and ran out to get, you know, help him and radioed in or called in from her cell phone and said, we have an officer down, please, you know, send an ambulance. And so he's fighting for his life. Um, he was shot in the neck and in the back. And uh, he's been in critical conditions of fighting for his life. This was the day after Dallas. Unbelievable. And it just doesn't, it doesn't stop. It's, it's really sad, you know. Do we got to do something about these gun laws, number one? Number two, I, we need to be more informative of, of stuff going on around us. You know, I believe that the police need to have um, more background in, in dealing with people um, instead of reacting right away um, without, you know, just cause. Um, and retaliation, it, it can't be, you know. It's just just so horrible, you know, what this country is, you know, you turn the TV on every day and it's just like another thing after another thing, you know, and it saddens me that we have to result to violence. We have a mouth. More today, I I was going to say, Michigan. Two bailiffs were killed killed, um, at a courthouse in Michigan today. Wow. It's unbelievable. I mean, it just, you know, I was talking about this with my friend the other day and, you know, a lot of these cops, you know, they, you know, say they're, they patrol the Harlem. A lot of them don't live in Harlem. A lot of them live in, you know, a different type of neighborhood. They need to go and be one with their community, talk to people, you know, find out what's going on, what's the problems, the issues, and be more, you know, adaptable, you know, and not... Tr- pull the trigger right away I mean they're not the judge and jury and in the same case you know you can't go killing cops either I mean they're doing their job and I feel like they that it needs to be more um uh if they they need to have like psychologists come in and talk to the police officers because they see a lot of stuff they go through a lot of stuff you know and I just feel like you know it's better for them to talk about things to get uh, more uh knowledge um, and, you know, knowledge is power, Cherry, and you can't have enough knowledge. You just can't, you know. It, the world evolves every day, so it, you need to be informed. It's one of those things, you know, whether you look at it either way, it, it's it's not a good – it's just not good. It, it's not a um, pleasant to turn the TV on and see these horrific things happening. So I just wanted to touch base on that, Sherry, because there's a lot of different issues going on, and, you know, um, definitely we're going to be touching on, you know, the Frank situation, and some people say it's not sexual harassment, he's just fooling around, but that's to whom, you know, somebody might think it's funny, and Sherry, somebody else might not think it is, right? I mean, just because you're used to doing that where you live and with the people you know, you know, you don't really know these people to be smacking asses and throwing people around. I mean, it seems like a lot of the girls in the house, Cherry, have the same feeling about Frank. What are your thoughts real quick on that? We're going to touch base a little bit about it, but I'm just curious. Well, I certainly agree with with Devon. Um, 
you know, she's raising a daughter, and her daughter is going to look back on this one day, and she doesn't want her daughter to to see her mom letting a man call her a slut and slapping her on the ass. That's okay behavior by somebody that, you know, she doesn't really know all that well and isn't in a relationship with, or, you know, that that's okay by any any standards, you know, and think that that's okay. And Devon doesn't want to do anything that's going to affect her game, so she's trying to stay calm about it, and yet Big Brother isn't doing anything about it. And Frank is just allowed to run amok and do whatever he wants to in the house and nobody's calling him out on it and the women feel sort of like they have their hands and their mouths tied you know because if they say anything it's going to come back to them in in the means of affecting their game and they don't want that so they're trying to figure out how to deal with this so that it doesn't affect their game, and yet how do they stop it without it affecting their game? And Devon finally had to go into the yard and say something, and I think she did the right thing. You know, she didn't blow up at Frank. She handled it in a very mature way and said, please, big brother, I'm asking you to do something, you know, speak with you. Yeah. You know, I was wondering how that they were going to portray this cherry. I said, you know, I wonder if they're going to get into details or if they're going to be brief about it or if they were going to not show it. Right. So watching the episode yesterday, they did, they did put a lot, I think there was like maybe 25, 30 minutes of all different girls and and uh, especially Devon speaking their mind in the diary room where they, they are able to speak whatever they want without getting penalized. And yeah, it's, it's at the same time, like you said, they're playing a game and if they say something about being uncomfortable, uh, you know, not liking words that they're saying, putting their, his hands on them, um, smacking their ass and looking over the shower and looking at them while they're showering. Um, you know, it's it, it's something to be said that there's something wrong there. And um, and like I said, he, he doesn't think, I, I don't think he thinks there's something wrong. I think he said, you know, he said, sorry. I'm not quite sure if he is 100% behind that sorry because I did like get somebody who sent me a message and said that um, Frank apologized and then also said, well, you know, this is what I do in my house. You know, I, you know, do this to my friends, my mom, my Nana. So it's like, he was like, I'm sorry, but you know, when somebody says that to you, sorry, but no, my grandma on the ass. Well, guess what? Your grandmother's not in the house, you know, and, um, if you feel comfortable enough to do that, that doesn't mean the other person does. And um, it's it's crazy just to be watching 
um, you know, it, develop and all the different girls saying something. And I think that one of the things that they're going to have to do to kind of stop it, because I, I, I have a feeling he's going to keep doing it. I don't think he's going to stop. We do I don't have think. Okay, well, we'll get into that um, more with our guest. Let's introduce our guest to Manic Mondayland. We have, from Big Brother Season 9, Parker DeLone. Here he is. Hi, Parker. What up? How's it going, guys? Hey. Hey, Parker. How you doing, boo? Good. Just sitting here, you know, trying to find some Pokemon, eating some pistachios, you know. The use. Oh boy! Oh boy! Well, I, I'm, I'm I'm sipping on some tea and eating Ooh. some popcorn, ready for you, honey. We already put a disclaimer up, honey. We're going to be doing that a few times because we know your ass. <laughs> Here we go. Let's start it off. Let's right put it up again. Top. Here we go. We gotta just do this. The views expressed by guests and callers of the Randy Allen Show are not necessarily the views of the host or the sponsors of the Randy Allen Show, and are for entertainment purposes only. Some assembly may be required, and batteries are not included. That is hilarious. Damn, I get a fucking disclaimer. Honey, you get anything. You you wow. give us life, we give you a disclaimer. Oh you give us life, we do disclaimer. Uh, well, thank you for taking out the time to be on Manic Monday. You've been on here a few times. You're like a staple here, so we love you. Um, we have you. so much to talk about, talk about Parker, but I first, before we start talking about Big Brother, you got some things going on. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that and, and promote your stuff that you got going on and, and have people go to your different uh, social medias and, and check it out? Yeah, cool. Yeah, I just um, I created, I just launched my um, my clothing line for women. It's a, a graphic tee and accessory line uh, called Her Own Rules. Uh, the, the concept just kind of came up on me. I was kind of just bored one day talking with my friend, and I called somebody an attention whore, and I was just like, whatever. Oh, that's kind of cool. So, like, pretty much the idea uh, is revolved around the whole being a whore about whatever you want to be a whore about. Because you know how some type people are like, oh, she's an attention whore. She loves attention. Or someone's like, oh, my God, I have so many shoes. I'm such a shoe whore. Or whatever you love, whatever kind of hobby trend or whatever you love, you can be a whore about it. And it's spelled H-O-R, and it's an acronym for her own rules. So uh, you can check us out on Instagram uh, and our website, herownrules.com. Um, and, yeah, we've got a couple of things on there. We're starting off small, so uh, I'm pretty excited about it. We just got a little intern, so she's going to hook up our social media because uh, I never really realized how big social media uh, is and takes up a lot of time. So I need someone else to do that. So, uh, yeah, your support would be awesome if you like it. You know, shout us out, follow us on Instagram, all that good stuff. And that's all. That's right. So whore stands for her own rules. So make sure you guys go that's check right. that out. Uh, just want to let you know, Parker, we have a live chat room, and a lot of people are saying hello, and they would love to see you back in the house and get a fair chance in there. So want to say what's up to the chat room? <laughs> what's up, chat room? How you guys doing? Ooh, they're doing good. They're well, waiting they on really you, honey. Oh, oh yeah, they can hear you. They can hear you. They they hear you, honey. Oh, I can't hear them. They hear you. <laughs> well, no, you can't hear them, but if, if they have something to say, I'll definitely let you know. All right, so we got a lot to talk about. Um, we were just, before you came on, we were talking about the uh, Frank Day and the babies, basically the Frank and girls situation that's going on. Um, you know, I was um, saying that, you know, it's, it, seems as though Frank kind of just is doing whatever Frank wants to do and 
you know, kind of putting its hands on girls, you know, calling them out, out of their name and um, just smacking them and wrestling them. And, and uh, Davon had enough, and uh, she almost punched him in the face. So uh, it's getting Wait, to a when, point where... Wait, when did where she do that? She, um, did you watch last night's episode? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, okay. Big Brother put about 30 minutes about Frank and all the things that he's been doing to uh, the girls in the house. I mean, he's been wrestling a lot of the girls, um, you know, kind of dropping them, like, like slamming them into the water, choking them, smacking all the asses, looking over the shower and telling Dave he's got the Looking over the pit. shower? Yeah. Yeah, he's, seriously, um, looking telling, over the shower. Who did he do that to? Yeah. Davon and told her, he, hey, girl, you got some nice tits hanging there. He did not say that. Are you serious? Yep. Yes. Um, oh. He said, uh, sh- shut up, your, uh, shut up, woman. Um, c- called everybody kind of their names. Uh, a lot of the girls are feeling very uncomfortable, and uh, I'm sure you saw the, uh, the Internet kind of going crazy on that. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts? I, you, you mean, look, people want Big Brother to do something. They want him to pun- get punished. They want him out of the house. The girls are afraid to say something because, you know, basically he's at this point running the HOHs and all that, and uh, they're afraid to say something, but they're starting to have enough, and, and Davon almost punched him in the face when he smacked her ass so hard that she cr- went into a room and cried her eyes out and then went into the DR room and was crying because she said, you know, I have a daughter. I don't want my daughter watching this and thinking it's okay for men to just smack girls around and um, right. call names and stuff. So what are your thoughts on this whole situation? I mean, well, it's never okay to, like, put your hands on somebody who doesn't want their, you know, your hands on them. So, like, I mean, they, you know, you can't fully just blame Frank for everything he's doing if these girls are sitting there being silent. It's pretty much enabling him to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. So you can't, you know, he's not 100% to blame. Yeah, he's he can he can be a, a dick and he can be, you know, chauvinistic and misogynistic and all that shit, you know, but like at the end of the day, it's still the the girl's responsibility to say, "Hey, I don't want you touching me like that." And if he doesn't and if he doesn't comply, then take, you know, then it's, you know, take it to the next level. I mean, that's just standard human resources shit right there. Come on. You know, so like Yeah. I don't know, like so if they're just being silent and letting him do this, I mean, what do they expect? Seriously. Well, they, that's they, why Davon spoke up. Davon spoke and then, up and, and said, you know, that she didn't like it. Yeah, and the, and how did he uh, how did he respond to that? Well, he pulled it to the side and he said he apologized. You know, and he didn't mean to do that, and he didn't know that it was making her feel uncomfortable. And then she walked out of the room, and I believe it was James or Corey that uh, sat in there. And he was like, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm just used to doing that in my family. You know, I smack my mama's ass, and I smack my but that's, grandma's that's ass. But that's your family. That's your family. You, you, you're more comfortable with your family. You don't fucking know Davon. You know, like, yeah. you don't know where she comes from, her background. So for you to sit there and slap her ass as if you've known her for 15 years, you know that's that's pretty fucked up. You know. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, for him to use that as a crutch, it's pretty weak as hell. Like that's it's, it's a pretty weak rebuttal. 
you know, like for you to say like, oh, I do that to my family all the time. That's your fucking family. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, that, that was a dumbass re- rebuttal to that. He should have just left it at, I'm sorry, it won't happen again, and that's it. Like, he, just the shit that he says, he just needs to shut the hell up. That's what he needs to do. Well, I have a feeling, you know, he he did one of those, uh, Parker, I'm sorry, but... So, yeah. so we know that he's probably going to do again, and I don't know what's going to happen if he does it again. Let me tell you, I think shit's going to hit the fan because, I mean... Paulie pulled him to the side and was like, hey, dude, you know, what you did was wrong. And, you know, that doesn't fly where I'm from, you know. And uh, I'm surprised that uh, production isn't getting involved in this. Like, this is what floors me about U.S. Big Brother. They, you know, don't like to get involved into anything that's, like, compromising uh, these house guests. BBUK is all about that. If they see you even look at somebody wrong, they're pulling your ass into the diet room and re-explaining you the rules and shit like that and telling your ass don't do that shit no more. But not not USA. Like, what, what's up with that? Well, we don't know if they did or not. So that, I, that's why I was like, let's see how they portrayed it on the show yesterday. So you have to make sure you go check it out. And they showed everything, all the different things he's been doing all to the different girls. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was like a half hour full of the stuff. It's so like they're, I'm glad they're, they're setting him up, though. Like how they how they said, you know what? What it is is they're covering their own ass. Because you remember yeah. how when when Aaron, you know, when Aaron was like popping off of the mouth, talking that bullshit, they had a little segment on her. You know what I mean? Because you know it was starting. People were starting to talk about it. It was starting to become obvious on social media. So they were covering their own ass to make sure that they at least showed that they addressed the issue. Yeah, and the, and the internet has been going off. And let me just tell you guys, if you're a Frank fan, I, I Frank was in my top three, okay? He's my family, so it's like, you know, it's automatic, you know. But what he's saying is Frank was nowhere near hard. my top three. He wasn't even on well, my he, list. I, I, we'll, we'll have to find out who your top three is uh, a little later. But um, I, I was just kind of like, these Frank fans are like, okay, just let it go. Just let it be. Da, 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 da. You know what? What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. You could still be a Frank fan, but you have to address the situation that, that that's here. And that's, it's making people feel uncomfortable. You're putting your hands on somebody. You can't just go touch somebody. You can't go looking over the sho- a shoulder. And I think someone said, uh, they ain't hanging right. He looked over and goes, hey, your tits ain't hanging right. Like, what's that? What are you doing popping your head over in the shower anyway? Like, what happens if I was yeah, shaving that's like my really snatch? Like, I don't want you seeing that. It's <laughs> like, super disrespectful, for real. Like, I don't understand um, how they, how that was even allowed you know, for mm. him to do something like that. They're not going to expel him. Fans need to stop wasting their breath. They're not going yeah. to kick him out. Frank is not going anywhere until they evict him. So, like, we just need to get over the fact that, you know, this whole petition bullshit and, oh, retweet this to evict Frank. Get the fuck out of here, okay? We have no control over Frank being expelled. So just stop wasting your breath and your energy on that. And what people also got to know is that it kind of is fueling the fire because the more something's talked about, the more that they're probably going to want to, you know, either address it or the fact that everybody's talking about it, you know, it gives them kind of like ratings. It gives them a little, you know, um, Mm -hmm. extra, you know, extra, extra. So, you know, they're going to ride with that. 
But, uh, you know, they addressed it, and we'll see if it continues, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Asian James, he was, like, ready to fight, you know. He was ready to go hit him. He was like, I don't even care no more. He's like, I can't handle seeing him touching girls like that and making them cry, you know. So, you know, hopefully Wait, who, who it doesn't uh, Asian James, he was about ready to throw down with him, you know. So it's causing a well, lot of rift in the well, house. I think, I mean, he might get fired up, but I think Lil James gives a last whoop though. <laughs> well, hey, A I for effort, James, though. Like, a for effort. On. I know, right? I, He's like scrappy, scrappy dog trying to fight fucking Snuffleupagus or some shit. Oh, Snuffleupagus <laughs> is so peaceful. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I guess, well, you know, I don't think that this is going to be the end of the uh, Frank um, situation. Let's see if he, you know, follows up with his sorry and doesn't do it again. Um, that mm. That is something that we mm. will see. Um, I'd like to go back a little. Yes. Lydia Rose is in our chat room. Hi, and she says, <laughs> she says that um, she loves Frank, but if it was her, she'd pinch his butt and do what he does, and it would go down, and he would get a good talking to. Um, Ooh. She doesn't think it hurts, like, Lydia. Pinch him where it hurts. She says, down. she says the Frank drama is the most exciting thing to happen all season so far. And CBS will let Frank roll with with this and not tell him to stop. It's all editing. Mm-hmm. I love you, Lydia. And I love it. She says her desk is filled with unicorns and troll dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, it's like like Parker was saying before. You don't know where people come from. You don't know their backgrounds. You don't know what's happened to them in their life in their past. You know, you know it's kind of one of those things like you know if somebody was sexually harassed not saying that that's sexual harassment whatever there's a fine line between it yes I think there is some sexual harassment there yes um but you don't know if somebody you know had something serious happen in their life before you know like I've had something very traumatic happen in my life and it would give me flashbacks and I don't know if I would if I would see red and and just when you see red you people you know what happens when you see red right do I need mm-hmm. to talk about it? So you, you kind of lose your mind and you go to a different place. And it's already, you know, there's already like a lot of tension in that house. So to add that to it, you know, it, it's it's rough. And not to be and to be able to not get away from that person, so that's the thing there. So we will see. Um, I would love to see Lydia go in there as Pandora's box and just do some bad stuff, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I want to go back a little bit because I need to know, and we all need to know, how Parker felt about the Messiah. OMG, Parker. I, should we do the disclaimer again? I mean, I don't know. Go no, ahead. no, no disclaimer needed. <laughs> um, you know what, though? I... I called it from day one that that wasn't that motherfucker's name. I knew from the the moment I saw it, I was like, that ain't that dude's name. There's no way in hell you can tell me, pay me, or you know anything to tell me that that motherfucker's name was some damn Jose. He was just spelling his name like that to be extra, you know. And like I don't know, he was <laughs> he was so extra. I have never seen a house guest out of the what? How many years have I been watching this shit now? 
the eight years that I've been watching this, eight or nine years or whatever that I've been watching Big Brother, so blithely unaware about life after Big Brother. Like, I just don't understand who do you think you are? You know, you're going to be hosting these red carpet events and rubbing elbows with Diddy and Beyonce because you were on Big Brother. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Like, I don't know. I just, I I, I found him, I just, I don't know. I just found him very irritable. I just was, I wanted him out day one. I'm glad he was out and um, hopefully he doesn't come back. He might be cool to hang out with outside. Don't get me wrong. He seems like a fun character to hang out with outside of the house, but watching him, not so much. No, thank you. No way, Jose. Could you say that? Because I've heard this, that he is possibly the worst Big Brother player ever. Probably, I would, I would say he's up there. I would agree with that. I would agree with that statement 100% that Jose, because I will not call him by that other bullshit that he tries to put himself as, Jose <laughs> is probably the worst character I have ever seen in Big Brother history. How are you going to go up to somebody, especially a vet? How are you going to go up to a vet and just like start listing who is the who the targets are? Like I just don't understand that. You know, and like I guess he just did not really fully understand the concept because like, you know, I'll give him a bit of a doubt because I didn't fully understand the concept when I went on the show. You know, because like I was just being my normal self. Like, whatever. You want to say some shit about me, bitch? I'll pop off on your ass. And I'll still do that to this day. But had I really, really known what Big Brother was about, I would have kept it a little bit more cool if I would have really fully understood the game. You know, so like, but now, you know, since I'm watching, I fully understand. And what he did was just such a bonehead move. And I hope it never gets repeated ever again because he was definitely a waste of a cast member. Well, honey, we might have another Messiah. You never know. We might have another (laughs) Messiah. You never know that. This is the thing, Parker and Cherry. We were talking about this, I think, last week and week before. Okay. Parker, when you went in Big Brother 9 and when I went in Big Brother 10, the Internet, you know, MySpace was popular. You know, they didn't really have (laughs) the the Twitter. They didn't have all this, you know. And Mm -hmm. so you would have to go back and watch the videos, you know, if you wanted to really get research and to know what you're getting yourself into, right? Nowadays, right. you know, you can go on the internet, you can watch like, you know, anything really, and you can see feedback. Now, why didn't a lot, which I mean a lot of these house guests that are in the house right now, have no idea what the hell they're doing? They don't know what Big Brother is, they don't know what the Veto is, they don't know what HOH is. They have no idea. Wouldn't you do some research and stuff like that with the technology we have? Because it's $500,000 that they figured yeah. what they were doing there. Yeah, because all I had was all, – all I did was watch um, season six on YouTube. Like, I binge-watched that shit. Like, I stayed up to, like, five, six o'clock in the morning watching them damn episodes, you know? So, like, I'm just, like, getting all this information as I'm advancing in the casting process. And then when I'm in sequester, you know, I'm, like, um, watching season uh, – uh, what was it? Season three, I believe. Yeah, and, like, with Marcellus. And, um, you know, I was just, like, just cramming all this shit in time. So I'm, like – full of all this information, but I still don't know what the hell is going on. But, like, I feel like today there is enough information out there for you to, like, really fully grasp the concept of it. But I'm just, you know what, though, in a way I am glad that I went in when I did because 
there's no way in hell I'd be able to handle all this like social media and shit like that. People talking shit because I would lose my damn mind. Like people just talking shit. <laughs> Who no are way. you fooling? You've been, you, you've lost your damn mind sometimes. I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, hey, it's one of those things that you have hey, to hang on, your hey. mind, you know? I need to take this call real quick. Hang on one second. Okay. Okay. Diva. All right, Diva's got to take a phone call right now. It must be Jose calling him. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get some tips. No, we know that uh, Glenn, Jose, or Jose, as Parker likes to say, and uh, Victor. Sorry about that. I'm still, I'm still, like, technically working. I work from home, so I need to be taking calls and shit, too. Honey, make that money. Get that money. Get it. Yeah. So. Right in front of you, just grasp it. Um, right. So that's that's a little bit. So what do you do? You think okay? So they're doing the battle back, right? They're gonna do the battle yeah. back where one of the evictees comes back into the house. Um, I, July twenty second, they're gonna have a special episode. So right now we got Glenn. Poor Glenn didn't even get to see Julie Chen. <laughs> Poor Glenn. I mean, shit. <laughs> Poor Glenn. He didn't even get to say but hi it, to Julie you know Chen. What? Nothing. You know what though? Ain't no damn poor Glenn. Glenn is laid up somewhere. You know how he is. Glenn is laid up somewhere in sequester eating good. So chilling. he's fine. Glenn chilling. is chilling. Glenn is, Glenn is okay. Trust me. He Anything he wants, he's probably getting. Yeah, yeah he's but he's getting crazy he's, being stuck He's taken care of, though. Yep, and then we got Jose, because we don't want to say the other name. We'll just say Messiah. We got Messiah. Well, and going back to Messiah, how did you like Julie's, um, you know, his eviction interview when when he came out? I kind of liked that she just kind of was like, "Hey, listen, what's up with the Messiah thing?" I mean, Julie was like right on point with that. So go, Julie. You know, it, I was at a, I was I was like out of town when uh, during his eviction, so I didn't actually go back and watch his. I just saw like little clips on um, Twitter or whatever like that of him holding his head down or whatever. But um, no, what was what was going on? What'd you say? Well, let's put it this way. One thing uh, Cherry just mentioned, uh, you know, he didn't know who Rachel Riley was. So he actually gave a shout out to Rachel Ray. That makes me laugh every time. Bye. <laughs> Listen, it could have been Rachel Roy, Becky with the good hair, where, you know what I mean? Like anything could have happened. Um, oh they don't know God. who Zingbot is. Good Lord. But, you know, Julie, Julie put it out there. She she was like, you know, what were you thinking, like, telling people you're the Messiah and telling people who you taking out first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I mean, he just went down. Telling Davon, basically, you're the fourth one on the list because he was planning on getting the vets. I mean, he probably doesn't even know what yeah. that means. Shit. He called him crusty and rusty and, and all yeah, kinds of... He- uh, he just had no idea what he was doing in that house. Like he thought it was like you know you win the most points by gossiping and showing your cards, and clearly that wasn't the case. But I don't know. I just I don't understand his whole concept. He's just extra. That's all he is. He, there's really no other way to describe him but being extra. He's he's an extra, extra person. Extra. He's yeah. so extra. I've never. Oof. I, I just, I just can't. I'm sorry, I can't. We'll be, we'll be partying with him in, in, in LA. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, he's just extra on the, yeah. But I'm sure he's a good time. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we also have Victor, who was evicted last week. 
uh, he was also kind of like, I'm I'm man, you're woman, but I kind of liked him a little bit. I liked him a little bit. I too. Like, I liked Victor. I really did. And um, I, I wish that him and Paul just made better decisions because I, I felt like if they would have teamed up and got some smarter people on their side, they would have been running that house, you know. But, you know. That sucks. And he sucks was he was nice on the eyes too. He he was he was definitely <laughs> machismo. Rico I'll tell you that. that Latin lover. Hello. Latin lover. Latin lover. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be parting with his ass too, please. I'll be pulling that hair anyway. I have um, a question for Parker. Yes, go ahead. Jason Lee wants to know um, which showmance do you think in the house is real, and which one is fake? Oh, shit. Um, out of Polly, oh, Zakia, James and Nat, Paul and Bronte, and Nicole and Corey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, hold on a minute. Hold on. I got to scroll, and I just let it out. So just just go, honey. Go with it. So Run. Well, should I, should I start from fakest to realist or realist to fakest? Do the realist first, because we already know what the, well, come on now. Okay, go <laughs> realist first. Okay, realist, I believe, is uh, Paul and Zakia. Uh, Paulie and Zakia. Um, so they're cute. They're a hot couple. They're a hot couple Damn. that I'd watch. I would watch. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck? Wouldn't you? <laughs> Hell yes. Like, hands down, Hell like, yes. they, are, they are probably one of the hottest showmances that I've ever seen on the sh- on the show. You know, so like, yeah, fuck that. Like, hey, get it in. You know, um, and like, you know, they're shitting all over Jeff and Jordan. By the way, just wanted to put that out there. Oh no. Um, uh oh. Let's see. yeah. I don't give a fuck. I said it, and I'll say it again. Shitting all <laughs> over Jeff and Jordan. Period. Are they saying okay. stuff? No, I'm just talking about their essence, them as a couple, oh, okay. as their showman, oh. shitting all over okay. them. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who, who else? Who were the other options? Oh, wait, it was Bronte James and Paul. James and Natalie, Paul and Bronte, and Nicole and Corey. Paul, Paul and Bronte, I and don't even got, know what they're We've also got, we've also kind of yeah, got I don't, Frank and, uh, and Bridget, too, kind of starting up a little now, too. Okay, um, well, Frank and Bridget is a no because she has a boyfriend. So that's not yep. going anywhere. Um, Paul and Bronte, I don't even know what that means. I don't know anything about their whatever, you know. Are they hanging out? I I don't know. This is kind of like the first I've heard of it. Are, are they yeah. been cuddling there, Cherry? Do you know more than we do? They've been doing a little cuddle action? Remember we talked about it before, Michelle, when he was rubbing on her leg and and – They've they've had sort of a little thing going in the background. Um, okay, well I'll just I'll put it to you like this. You want my honest opinion? Yes, we want your honest opinion. Okay. What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> well, Honesty I, is the I best policy. Like, Go ahead. Okay, if that's the case, I don't think Paul is like really into Bronte like that. Maybe she's just something to do because there's nothing really to do in the house. But after the show, if there is, like, anything that's going to be blossoming throughout the season, there's going to be nothing there after the show. I'll leave it at that. Um, Bronte nice. even said that, that her parents would kill her if she brought Paul home. <laughs> yeah. There's, there, 
aesthetically they don't match. There's nothing about that that dynamic that says showmance or whatever. No. Swipe left. Maybe, maybe uh, she's into the the man beard. Nah, I doubt it. Um, no. What was the other? Who was the other one? Um, uh, James, James, and, James and Natalie. And, um, yeah. You know, my whole thing about Natalie is I still forget that she's there. Like, I have a hard time remembering, oh, she's there. It's, it's Natalie. I don't know. She's just, I feel like out of the entire season, she's the most forgettable house guest ever. She's so cute, though. This, this she's cute, yeah. She's cute, but she's forgettable. She's forgettable as fuck. Like, um, well, but well, like. Now, probably, because a lot of other shit going on, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, James, like, he just needs someone to latch on to, whatever. Um, will there there anything come after that? No, absolutely not. Um, there was a speculation that Natalie might be using um, James's quote-unquote appeal, you know, for her own personal game, and maybe that that's the reason why she's attaching herself to him, because, you know, he's so likable or whatever like that. But I don't really think mm. that's the case for James this season. I don't really – I feel like James is a little watered-down version of himself from last season because he's, like, putting on this show and putting on an act for people instead of actually playing the game. You know, he's, well, like yep. – He's definitely putting, doing the entertainment value. Yeah, putting on, like, these little pranks and shit like that. Like, okay, we get it. You like to prank people. How about you get informed? You know, And Nicole of, like, and Corey? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, um, Nicole and Corey. What do you think? Nicole and Corey. Um, I didn't, <laughs> Nicole Ready and Corey. Lightly? Okay, I, I feel like, okay, Nicole, I feel like she's desperate for something. She's desperate for that male attention, you know, and it's not a good look. She's really desperate, so she latches on to Corey. Corey is clearly, I mean, I have on HD glasses, and I can see how clear he is not into her. You know what I mean? And, like, mm. she is just, like, the most oblivious person about it. You know? Even, like, the clip I saw. Okay, I'm not even going to get into that. But <laughs> What are you but, talking um, about? What clip? No, no, you can get into it. Go ahead. What clip are you talking about? Because I – well, because today I tried – well, today I kind of felt bad after reading this article about the whole not gay Corey hashtag, right? So, like, I'm trying to not use that hashtag because, like, you know, when you really think about it, it is – the article kind of made sense about, like, you know, it's kind of using, you know, the you know the term gay or using homosexuality as a way to, like, punish him or as to be, like, the punchline of a joke, and, you know, we're in times where, like, you know, that really shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? We need to be, like, embracing people and shit like that. And, like, I don't know. I, yeah, I was a big, like, you know, fuck this guy. And I'm still, like, fuck this guy. Fuck Corey. I don't give a fuck about Corey. But what I do give a fuck about is how I, you know, portray myself as far as like, you know, the LGBT community and making sure that I'm not doing anything that's going to like, you know, directly offend, you know, uh, P, you know, LGBT people, you know what I mean? Yeah. You feel me? So like, that's why I kind of wanted to put the not gay Corey hashtag to rest, at least on my end. Yeah. Is it still funny? Like looking at his, like, 
his different times where he might have some questionable behavior. Hell yeah. Like, because like he went out of his way to like, just, you know, kind of put, you know, put that whole like, Oh, I'm not gay. And, you know, kind of really made a whole like big issue about it really, when it really shouldn't have been that big of a deal. So like, you know, he's going to, when he gets out of the house, maybe he might wake up, maybe he might, you know, stay asleep, but it's on the internet. It's in, it's in history. This is something that's going to follow him forever. And I hope he really understands his words, you know, really affect people. And, you know, am I glad it happened to him? I would be lying if I said, if I said no, because I'm, I am kind of glad it happened because I feel like people like that, people like Corey with that whole, like, you know, uh, bro mentality or that whole, like, you know, that, that privileged kind of thing where, you know, they're like jocks and shit like that. People that like that always get away with saying shit, you know, all the time, you know, and putting, you know, putting like negative, um, you know, uh, emphasis on the word gay and like, you know, using, you know, like, oh, that's gay or stop, you know, you're a fag or this and blah, blah, blah. They, they sit around and they say that shit and take shots at each other all the time and not realizing that their words, you know, aren't really the best. So, like, am I glad it's happening to them? I really am. But I'm not going to be a part of it anymore. That's just Well, I think the, the it all started really because he was obviously one that maybe didn't really do his history or his research on Big Brother, and he forgot to shut off his Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess... He used the the F word a lot in a lot of his tweets, and it kind of started a frenzy before, you know, the Big Brother even started. And it Mm -hmm. seems like people are like, you know, hey, you know, that's in the past. You know, maybe he's a different person, but he's actually used that word, I believe, many times in the house already. So it's, I believe, I believe so, kind of. uh, Are you serious? That word. I I think in the beginning. The first couple oh, of weeks, I think he might have, um, but I'm not sure if he's really saying it anymore. If maybe they gave him a heads up, you know, kind of like be careful on the words that you use, or if somebody said something. He to is him. going to be in for a rude awakening. Like when he gets out of that house, he is going to think that, oh yeah, I'm so cool. I'm, you know, yeah, bro, nah, bro. You're gonna be in for a rude awakening. And I feel like people like that need to have a rude awakening every now and then. He needs to have a humbling experience because you can tell just from, you know, him using that word so loosely and, like, you know, has how defensive he gets that, you know, he, he, he comes from a life to where that's accepted. And, like, you know, you're on a national television, and um, now this is a wake-up call to show you that this cannot happen. You cannot use these words loosely and uh, not expect to be held accountable for your actions. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of like the Frank thing. Like, Frank probably doesn't really think a lot of the things that he's doing and saying are, you know, okay, you know, he does it, that's his life. But when he comes out of the house, mm-hmm. I think that he's going to get himself a rude awakening too, no matter really how uh, they edit or what the Internet says, you know, and his, okay, mm-hmm. his sorries and stuff. I think that he is definitely going to have some repercussions. And uh, I, we, as we all know, the Internet and the Big Brother fans are ruthless. <laughs> ruthless. So, me, ruthless. Me 
I'm ruthless. Like, I throw all kinds of shade. I don't care. Oh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I will throw all kinds of shade, but like, you know, there just comes up to a point where, you know, it becomes a little really mean spirited because you still have to remember at the end of the day, he is a person and he has to deal with this when he gets out of the house. You know, so like I don't wanna be that person that's adding more fuel to the fire because, you know, as little, you know, I I don't have like a huge following, but the little following that I do have, there's some loyal ass motherfuckers that may be retweeting the fuck out of my shit. (laughs) So like, I don't want to, yeah. So like, I don't want that to be, I just don't want to be messy like that. You know, I'll sit back and watch and sip my tea. (laughs) And we'll leave Leave it, leave it at that, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a lot of uh, different, uh, you know, people like all up enraged right now. You guys, this isn't even the start. Wait till the show ends and they're out of the house. It's going to be a whole different rash of internet mayhem. So mm-hmm. buckle up, buckle. I can't up, wait, bitches. Because <laughs> holy crap, it's going to be crazy. Okay, so let's talk about the um, HOH, which we can say it's Bridget slash Frank this week. So uh, category four one, which is that they gave it to Bridget, and uh, that team includes Frank, Paulie, and Michelle. Um, let's talk real quick about the siblings. Uh, before we get into Bridget's HOH, um, what are your thoughts on uh, Tiffany and Polly? We actually got to hang out with Polly last year. Um, how do you think they're doing so far with the, you know, the? Because uh, a lot of them actually in the house probably don't even know who Cody and who Vanessa is. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, what are your thoughts on them? I mean, right now we got Tiffany on the block, uh, and it's a possibility she might be going home. And Polly was on the block um, last week. So, um, and, and survived. What are your thoughts on um, those two? Uh, I think Polly's in a great position. Um, it's funny because, like, he's he's totally a threat. He's just hiding in plain sight, you know. But, like, um, I feel like Tiffany is just a mess. Like, I just wish that she would just collect herself. It's like she's just given up, you know. Like, of course she fucking campaigned idiot like what are you doing she's just sitting around sulking no makeup just boring as hell like she looks a hot ass mess like it's just like after she got nominated she just completely let herself go you know so like should she leave like I wouldn't mind I wouldn't lose any sleep if she left she wouldn't be missed and plus the whole, like, sibling thing anyway, like, you know, I don't mind them, but, like, I feel like I don't really – I'm not really into the whole gimmick thing that Big Brother tries to, to push off, you know, and by, by them always beating dead horses and shit like that. You know, I don't, I don't buy into the whole gimmick thing. So, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't lose any sleep if either of them left. Well, you, I don't know if you – I'm sure you've seen Tiffany um, brought back the blanket – the wrapping of the blanket like a mummy and wrapping like around and wearing glasses and like, a hoodie. What are you there for? Like, what are you there for? You know, you saw your sister fight for her life week after week last season. And this is all, this is the best you can do. Bye. Get the fuck out. 
Just just pack your well, shit now. Yesterday on the show last night, um, you know, when Bridget got HOH, uh, Tiffany was like, you know, I feel like I might be put on the block. So she looks over at Corey and says, says Corey, you know, I'm 90% sure I'm going on the block. Do you think I should go up to Bridget and talk to her before the nomination ceremony? What do you mean, do you think? Of course, you're in a game. Why wouldn't you go, even if you are 90% sure, if you're 1% sure? You have to yeah. talk to the HOH. You have to. Like, what do you think you're She didn't even there, talk to the know? HOH? She didn't even I, talk I'm to the HOH? I'm not sure. I'm not sure because uh, I, I don't watch the live feeds, so I wasn't sure if she ended up going to talk to him, to uh, Bridget. But I don't. I mean, if you gotta ask, why do you? Why would you not? Yeah, I mean, what are you that doing? Be the number one thing. Go to the power and try to rub elbows with them and tell them how cute they look and cook them breakfast or some shit. I don't know. What the hell are you doing? I don't know. I just. She needs to leave. I'm. I'm. I'm I've washed my hands of Brit, of Tiffany. You're. You're. I you're just dead think to me. that you know for her. She had her sister. I mean, played a great game. Um, she she really did. Actually, and for her to so follow up, that, yeah, yeah. But for her to follow up with this lack of passion and drive is just unnecessary. What the fuck are you doing? Like there were there were so thousands of you know hopefuls that could have had your spot, and you just want to crawl up and die because you're on the block. Pack your shit. Well, you know, this season we've seen this new competition, which, you know, it, it, it went from you getting evicted 100% sure to now 33%, um, and you have a possibility of staying in the house because of this competition, and it's called Roadkill, and I love it. I'm not really happy too. about who's been winning it uh, because it seems like it's repetitive of, of right now who's been winning it. Um, you know, we had uh, Frank win it again. What are your thoughts on the roadkill? Love it, love it, love it. I like the roadkill. I feel like it's a remix of the MVP that they failed um, on uh, season 15 because I feel like it gives everybody a shot to win it. You know, you you got a different winner that can secretly nominate somebody every week. You know, and it's just up to the uh, house guest. It's in the house guest control and not the fans. So that's what I really like about uh, the roadkill. So there's been a couple yeah. of con- controversial things. Uh, one thing that I do like, I like the fact that, you know, you don't find out who wins. Only the person that does win finds out, and it's their decision to tell. I like that, right? We like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Agreed? But yeah. then on the other aspect, how do we – we don't find out, like, their times. We don't really know who comes into close second. We don't really know, like, visual-wise, you know, how close somebody was or – you know, if really that was the person that won, right? We, we don't know. Mm. Mm. What do you think about You're that? Right. What do you think about that? I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think about that. Like they don't have like the times posted as like graphics or anything like that, do they? Yeah, we don't see no. those no. those competitions. So Big Brother could tell us anything, and we just have to to believe Big Brother. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. That I mean, that could be a problem. That could totally be a problem. You know, it could totally show, you know, if somebody wins, conveniently wins when they're in trouble, that could be a problem because how do we know for sure? Yep. They don't have a lot of, uh, 
I mean, they, they put a lot of thought into these things, and then they don't, you know? I personally they like it. To, I do. But, I do like you know, it. There's that's, the only, that's the controversial right thing. There. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the way to uh, stir up some controversy right there, by not posting how people are doing. That's not cool. You know, because I'm curious to see who would come in, like, you know, because we really don't get to see the actual competition. Like who almost got of, it. Yeah, who yeah, almost you don't know got like who it, almost you know? got it. And and people say, well, it doesn't matter because that person wasn't going to win anyway. Yeah, but at least we have an idea of what people's abilities are, what they're good at, what they're not good at, right? So we and get like, an idea you know, of how they would do that, competition. You know, if I'm on the block, you know, who's to say if I'm on the block, you know, and that's like more opportunity for story. I'm on the block. I need to go in and I need to win this shit. How good am I doing? How good did Parker do? Well, he didn't deserve roadkill. You know, you don't know yeah. how I did. So he deserves to go home. Like You yeah, just get a tackle box that says loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. You know, pretty much the tackle box says loser. Um, and, and, you know, there's always some on... controversy about Big Brother manipulating, you know, the game behind the scenes anyway. So when they create a game like this where we don't see – the actual game being played and see, you know, the time actually shown to us in real time and they just show us tackle boxes with loser, you know, to the, a winner with their time. That leads us to then say, you know, here's another competition that big brother can manipulate if they so choose. And, when there's already been past speculation of them manipulating things, it's another one of those things that you don't want to see come into play where they have the opportunity to manipulate, you know? Mm-hmm. One of those things. And I'm that, wondering if they're going to do know. this the entire season. Like, are they going to do this, like, you know, all the way to the end? Because that could really when you're starting to get low in the numbers, you know, and you got three people in there uh on the on the block. I mean there's not a lot of people voting, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm right. over the team thing. I'm over the team thing. Get this yeah. crap over and done with because And the they only did is, that to but they did it to ensure the uh, the vet safety. They wanted they gave them pre made alliances. You know. Right. Yeah. That'll so, end, like, I think, July twenty second. Mhm. Yeah. I think that once the, the once the battle back, one of them comes back, then I think the team thing will be done with. I think. Yeah. I don't know. That would make sense. I don't know. We will see um, what happens with that. I think what would be a good idea is if they just had a board where you know they show the times and not reveal who the winners are or who got whatever. But just so that people can see in the house, you know, the time difference of first to second, you know, and then if they do find out who HOH is, then they could have an idea like, okay, Frank is really killing it in these comps or whatever, you know, by by a by a big amount of time. You mean after all of them do it? Yeah, like at the end, before they open up their tackle mm-hmm. boxes, they can say, you know, uh, last place, 1 minute 30, and go all the way up, but don't reveal who they are, and then tell them mm-hmm. to open up their tackle boxes so that we can see and that house can see 
how much of a you know a spread it was. If they do find out who the roadkill is, if they decide to tell, then the people will go, did you see that? Frank had 60 seconds, and the next person had an, a minute and 30 seconds. He's really crushing these comps. Or, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we can beat him because somebody only, you know, he only beat somebody by, by two seconds. You know what I mean? It's a mental mm-hmm. thing, I think, and it would be a good way for them to strategize. But that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. We, I, I like the roadkill comp. I, I like it. So um, we'll yeah, see like how it. long that lasts. Yeah, we're, we're okay with it for right now, right? Until, like, you know, something shady goes on, which we all know something probably mm. will. Okay, so Bridget is HOH, and she put up, which we can say Frank did, um, Tiffany and Paul. Um, I like Paul. He's starting to grow on me like, you know, like Paul's my favorite. (laughs) Oh, Paul is your favorite. Paul's my favorite. Uh, He was not, at at first, the very first episode, I um, kicked him immediately off of my team because I thought he was a little cunt. But um, I love Paul. Paul has my support 100%. I think he's great. He's great on the feed. Well, he's a I, stand-up guy. And I feel like the, I also the, think... the cards are so uh, stacked against him. You know, like I feel like he is the underdog of the season, and I, I really want him to do well. Yeah, and I think, like, you know, he was connected to the Messiah. He was mm-hmm. connected to Victor, which I, I would have liked to have seen Victor in – Paul without the Messiah, I think it maybe would have gone mm-hmm. a little different, but you know, it, it is what it is. But I think now right. Paul is kind of like, like, okay, I get it now. Okay, I need to shut up and kick back because there's other stuff brewing in the house, you know. And I, I'm he, like I said, he's I started to grow on me. So Paul is your number one pick then. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, he's I, doing I, I like great. Paul. He was dancing yeah. last night. He was making muffins. He's doing, he's doing like everything right right now. Mhm. All right, all right, Paul, keep it right, keep it tight. <laughs> that beard, which you need to cut that shit off. I'm just saying, from a girl's perspective, we don't like that shit. That's that flavor saver. We don't like saver. that shit. What you talking about? Yeah, flavor saver, <laughs> freaking tangle. That you can get. You better have a detangler solution on you. You know what I mean? Because I could get tangled <laughs> up and. please please but i i do want to say that i just was like what the heck did this girl just say bridget girl your nomination speech was stupid Maybe oh, what did we she could, say? like, go upstairs and we could, like, talk about it after she nominated them. She's like, I nominated the two of you, and if you guys, like, want to talk about it, we can go upstairs and we can share hot Cheetos and slop muffins together. <laughs> and that's the end serious? of the ceremony. Serious. Like, bitch, like, that bitch was her talk. You just nominated me. <laughs> I want to eat my damn hot Cheetos is- with your ass. Her strategy is friendship. Yeah. <laughs> That's her big brother's like strategy is friendship. Hot Cheetos and Slot Muffins, how are you giving me person. diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> I like her as a person, though. I think she, I think she would be a fun person to hang out with. But, yeah. um, but her game, I don't like the fact that she's having Frank control her shit, though. She lost me with uh, that one. Yeah. Frank is uh, running that, and uh, 
uh, I he was talking about you know who he wanted up, and he's like, yeah, you know, we're gonna get Paul up, and we're gonna get Tiffany up, and we're gonna do this. And Paul walks in the room, right? So he just stops talking, and Paul's like, hey, dude, he's like, you know, congrats on your team winning. And Frank's like, yeah. And Paul's like, well, that's cool. You must feel safe, right? And he's like, no, nah, dude, I don't. He goes, yeah, of course I do, man. I am safe. I was like, oh, Jesus, Frank. You just keep digging yourself a hole because you're not going to be safe forever, honey. No. He should know better. He's Zip really the Yeah, I mean, he Frank – He's just got. He's just cocky. Like that's all it is. Like he, he came into the season because, like you know, he was one of Grodner's favorites, and you know he just let that get to his head. And now she, now she's even jumping ship on his ass. You know, you can tell from you know from the the rumors of him, like well, from what I've heard of him, like you know, getting uh, a that you know misogynistic edit. That maybe she's even starting to rethink her her um, position with Frank. Yeah, and I also was some people sent me messages. I guess Frank during the veto ceremony today, he wouldn't shut up during it and was called out on not being quiet during the nomination ceremony. So I'm I'm interested to see what type of stuff he was talking about. Um, that got the internet in a, a, a uproar again. So I think Frank just thinks it's the Frank house, what, and everybody's just living in it. Cake, what's this cake gate thing I'm talking about? They're talking about now. The cake gate. Yeah, someone was saying something about cake, cake gate. Do you I know don't anything know. about that? No, Cherry. Do you know anything was, about the cake gate? The cake gate. Anybody out there yeah. in, in the chat room, if you know about the cake gate, that's a tongue twister. Damn. Um, yeah, someone had um, – Shay Jenkins was saying something about cake, something about – hang on. Let me see if I can go to her. Cake, 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 cake. I know you like it. You found it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't know what it was about. I still didn't get a clear, a clear um, well, explanation we'll as to what room. she was talking about. Not to talk about Frank a lot, but there was a, something else that um, they put on um, last night's episode. I guess to ca- kind of uh, emphasize how Frank thinks that he's the man. So Frank was telling all the girls that he knows he's the hottest guy in the house. He has by far the best feet. He has the best-looking face, the best hair, and the biggest lips in the house. So that makes him the hottest guy. And I'll be honest with you, number one, when I first saw Frank, I was like, who is that? I didn't even recognize him. I was like, what happened to Frank? Yeah, he looks a mess. And I think that I'm you know, you, he has a, I even tweeted about this yesterday. I, Frank has not not saying that he is, but Frank has the face of an alcoholic. Look at Frank's face. Ooh. He looks like he just knocked back like eighteen shots of tequila. Ooh, you got the puppy face and the puppy eyes. He looks like a fucking Shit. alcoholic. Oh boy! Well, we 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 don't know. We don't know. If like that's no, no, no. Not, that's but... why I said no. That's why I said not saying that he is. But he oh, has an alcoholic face. Put the disclaimer face. up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He has an alcoholic face. 
he really he does. Just, not, I'm he not calling like him an alcoholic. He, a he has bit. an alcoholic face. It, he he definitely <laughs> aged a little bit. He really did. Aged. Like I'm three years older than Frank. Put my picture next really? to Frank's, and you tell me. Yeah, I'm three years older than Frank. How old wow. is Frank? Thirty-one. Fra- Frank is thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Oh, rough life. I, I guess you better stop I smacking ass. I think you may have a good. point there, Parker. Yeah. Oh, that's that's all I'm saying. Not saying that he is. He but looks he like he's been partying one. since it's 1999. God bless him. Hey, yeah. I, I, I ain't want to talk. I have my glass of wine, but shit. My, my 36-year-old <laughs> ass looking good. I'm like a bottle of wine. I get better with age, honey. That's why I drink it. Shit. <laughs> Would you guys like to take a call? Yeah, sure. let's take a call. We have... Segway. Mr. Jason <laughs> from JTV. Hi, Jason. Hello. Hey, Jason, what's up? I just wanted to tell Parker what Frank Gate, or Kate Gate was. Oh, yeah, Ooh, what is it? Oh, yes. Okay, I guess Frank yelled at them because... Uh, they were going to make the cake, and um, he didn't want them to put the frosting on while it's hot, so the girls are mad that he started yelling at them about it. That's it? That's it. Are you That's fucking cake serious? Cake? Oh, Jesus. What are they doing in this house? Good like, Lord, that, that's some petty the frosting right on here. it. Well, you know what? If he didn't want the frosting on it, they could have cut him a piece off while it was still hot and gave that to him like that and then put the frosting on it. Problem solved. I don't know. Easy, I mean, I, I like the cake. Cake eight is the cake from my season when we had Keisha's birthday. That was like birthday was cake eight. What happened to Anybody the girls days, like in season 10 when, the, when there was real issues in the house? You know, mm-hmm. that was the right there. You see, they didn't when pay for happy birthday for Zakia this season. <laughs> happy birthday to Zakia, who is one of my favorites, by the way. That girl is yeah, like, off the hook, yeah. and she's smart, and she's playing the game. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. She, she's she's got it so going on. She really does. Well, mm-hmm. I feel better now that we know about Cake Gate. So it's all about the frosting. You can lick the frosting off it. It's always about the frosting, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Paul. I'm sure he's got tons of frosting on his beard. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's got vintage cake on that, vintage frosting. Yes, Shit. he does. <laughs> okay, so... So, um, uh, so Tiffany and Paul are up now, and uh, we have Frank with the roadkill, and he nominated Bronte. Uh, your thoughts on Bronte and her voice is the only thing I can think of right now and all the time. <laughs> I mean, Not that I have a great voice, but come on. I, you know, I initially liked Bronte. Uh, in the beginning, I thought she was, you know, she was had this little annoying voice, whatever, you know what I mean. But then, like, you know, she started with that whole tiny little Asian man shit, and you know, calling out race shit. I'm just like, here we go, here this bitch go, you know. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to, I kind of had to step back a little bit from Bronte. Um, you know, she's not, yeah, she's not on my list anymore. 
I'm, I'm all yeah. set with Bronte. Yeah, Bronte yeah. was saying that James should go back to Hong Kong or something. Yeah, so. like, what kind of shit is that? Like, what does that have to do with the... See, that's the thing that pisses me off the most, is that, you know, these people, you know, they talk shit about these people, and they're like, oh, it's just gameplay. That shit ain't no motherfucking gameplay. Like, because I wish, I wish I would catch wind. If I was in that house and I caught wind of somebody, like, talking shit about me, like, doing personal attacks and digs like that, believe me, I'm going to see that motherfucker after the show, and you you know what's going to happen next. It's gameplay. No, no we don't. What would happen? Your face. <laughs> you know exactly what... Hey. Too bad we'll never know. <laughs> Ooh, I seen it. I seen it like with my own eyes. So shit. Yeah. You know, I seen it. Too bad I've they'll never it, but... know. Because like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's bullshit. Like you're gonna sit there and take personal digs on somebody when you're supposed to be in there playing a game. Like that's fucked up. Like you don't talk about people's personal shit like that. You know, like you know their race or you know their living situation outside of the house or you know if you know that person. You don't bring that personal shit and have that all over the feeds. You know, just like messy, James messy ass. James is messy as hell. I mean, it was kind of funny, but he's messy when he was, like, talking, uh, spreading that gossip about uh, Audrey and Clay. You know what I mean? Oh! Like, he said, he said yeah. something on the live feeds about that, right? Messy. I mean, he was messy as hell about it. He was talking to Frank and told Frank that Audrey pretty much implied that Audrey and Clay hooked up after the show. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I believe it, and I'm not going to say that I don't. <laughs> because I, I'm just going to leave that at that. But my yeah. problem is that he had that shit right there, even if that was a rumor, he should have kept that shit in-house between us house guests, because, yeah, that was a rumor floating around there. I'll say it. It was a rumor out there about that shit. Did I believe it? Did I not? I can't say the latter. However, Kyle, yeah. that does not belong <laughs> on the feed. Comma. <laughs> comma. You make sure you put that comma in there. Yeah, I'm just saying, it just does not, that kind of mess right there doesn't belong on the feed. You shouldn't have put yeah. their business out there like that. You know well, what I mean? Gossip they're not house in the guests. house to defend themselves. You know, they're not yeah, even in the not, house to be able to defend themselves. Exactly, because like my whole thing is like I love hearing gossip about house guests. I love it because I hear it all the time, and it's great. But I don't go around like you know I don't put that shit out there. You know what I mean? You talk amongst your other you know fellow house guests. That's one thing. Keep that shit in house. Yeah, we know what the tea is, but do all the other fans and shit need to know what the tea is? No, they don't need to know. Listen, Parker knows a lot of my tea. I know a lot of Mm. Parker's tea. Mm. But you better believe we ain't spilling none of that shit, honey. We slurping them drops as they go down. (laughs) Catching that shit with our tongues. Come on. Yeah, because, I mean, I know a lot of shit about folks, but I don't really say shit. I just, you know, keep it moving. But, like, to put that shit out on the feeds, man. Yeah, put that shit out on the feeds. That's just sloppy. Come on, James. And, Clean and that you know shit what? Up. It's like James should know better because he was there before. He knows yeah. what happens. And, you know, he, he, he also did some kind of situations on 
Twitter with some, you know, throwing people's business around, and you know, he, you know, it was it was handled, but still, it was yeah. put out there for all to know. So it's, you know, not good. It's just not necessary. It's really not. But you in know, his defense, that was all cleaned up before he went in this the season. So for that to all be brought up again and thrown around after he went back in the Big Brother house and and tossed around in the way he that all that was talked about after he went back in the Big Brother house and for his fans to be called the names they were called and told to be, you know, ghosted on the dick and spin and all that kind of stuff, that was just unnecessary too. So, you know, Wait, what was two, he, right, what was two wrongs doing? don't make a right. So, yeah. but now he's got to deal with, you know, Clay and Audrey when he gets out. So it's a whole different ball game now. You know, it's so I guess they were problem even solved. Were they not friends? Uh, who? Oh no, this is Clay a different situation. No, this I mean, is I'm a talking about Clay, Clay, Audrey, and uh, James. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I thought that they were all cool. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. But now, true. probably they're not until they he gets out of the house and you know has to probably deal with what he said, you know? Mm. I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't really heard from Clay or um, Audrey, but I love both of them. And hopefully, you know, uh, things can get hashed out. You know, people say and do stupid things. I mean, I said a lot of stupid things. And when I got out of the house, I was like, hey, you said stupid things. I said stupid things. There's no money. Let's just get over it if you want to. If not, that's fine. Let's just be cool. And in, in enough mm-hmm. that we can be comfortable and not make everybody else uncomfortable around us. And and we and you know the couple people that I had to deal with that we hashed it out and we kept it moving. You know it was mm-hmm. nobody else's business but our own. And um, so you know you just gotta handle it like grown folk and you have a mouth to, to talk. You know and to yep. talk things through and that's the grown thing to do is say what you feel. If you didn't like it, say I didn't like it, you know, and then address it like grown people, you know. So yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they'll be they'll be okay. I'm sure they'll be fine. Um, okay, so what do you guys? Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, right now I'm not really sure. Well, let's talk about this. Okay, so Bridget won the veto. You guys know this. Mm-hmm. We're going to be spilling some tea. Yeah. Bridget won the veto, but at the same time that she won the veto, she actually got hurt, and now she's on crutches. Yeah. she. I mean, that's, that can be – I feel like she can use that to an advantage, and it could also be detrimental to her game because at one point, on one end, you know, she can team up with somebody and be like, look, I'm injured. It's not like I'm going to win shit, you know, any physical shit. So, you know, what's up? You help me out. I'll help you out. You know, she can really use her injury to her advantage, I feel like. Yeah. It could go either way. It's not going to be a middle thing. Yeah. It could be her demise mm-hmm. or it could be something that sets her forward, especially the fact that she is HOH. And when you're HOH, I don't care who you put up in the block. You got blood on your hands, period, end of story. Yeah, and now Anybody is the time. Uh, now is the time. Well, you know what? When she won that veto, that should have been the time where she should have been start starting to secure her future because she is injured. She That's the time when she should have started wheeling and dealing right there. Hey, look, you know, I'm thinking about re- I'm thinking about replacing somebody, you know, putting fillers out there to see who, you know, who is, um, who's where, you know, 
and like yeah. using that, you know, really like uh, exploiting her her injury as you know something that you know makes her appear weak and things like that. At least that's what you know the knowledgeable me now would have done in the house. Probably wouldn't have done that during my season. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, she did talk about in her speech having hot Cheetos and slop muffins, so maybe she could have pulled a gummy bear Tim Big Brother Canada four out of her butt and used Cheetos and asked the house guests uh, all these different questions, but, you know, that's you know, yeah. neither here nor there. I would have right. been like, oh, get these Cheetos away from me. And I love Cheetos. I don't like no hot Cheetos. But so the uh, nomination, uh, the veto uh, ceremony happened, and she did not use the veto. So we have Tiffany, Paul, and Bronte, okay, up in the block. So let's take mm-hmm. Paul out of the equation. I think Paul is definitely the safe one. We have Tiffany right. and Bronte, right? So right now the eight pack, the eight pack is kind of crumbling. They're kind I don't of even going think that's a thing other. anymore. It's not a thing anymore. I think it's, it's the eight like, pack, they, but it's uh, like Nicole the five pack. Devon. Yeah, like I think I think they're on their last leg. I don't think that's a thing anymore. Yeah, uh, well, a lot of them want Tiffany out because they don't trust her. But like, like Day said yesterday. Uh, we got to keep the cat in to get the rat. Tiffany's the cat. Frank is the rat. Frank needs to get out. So we might need to keep the cat in to get the rat. Mm-hmm. I love Davon. I love me some Davon, honey. I, me, Her go. diary rooms are, they give me life. They give yeah. me life, 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 life. Like, what are your thoughts on Davon? We haven't really talked about her besides the whole Frank deal. But let's put that aside. I love me some day. Well, She's bringing us a whole different you, game. You know, She's, oh, you already know how Kia. I feel about day. Yeah. You already know uh, how I feel about us, day. That's my girl. That's my girl. That's my tell girl. Like, that's not going to change. I feel like, I don't know. I'm really glad, you know, her attitude is in check this season. She's really, um, you know, aware about how she's acting. However, you know, she can get a little messy with, you know, her – she, I feel like she's talking too much. You know what I mean? Like, she needs to do a little bit more listening, in my opinion. Because, like, she's, like, you know, talking about who she wants out and all that shit like that. And eventually other people are going to start talking, and they're going to be comparing notes. You know, so, like, that's my only issue with Davon right now. Well, I'd have to say that everybody's kind of talking. Um, one of the other things that was on the episode was Frank... Uh, was talking to Corey and Pauly, well, uh, mainly to Pauly, and told Pauly about the APAC, which Pauly's not involved with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pauly was like, okay. And Frank was like, yeah, the girls made that up. It's really kind of stupid. You know, he was kind of throwing it off like the girls made the APAC. And mm-hmm. then Frank went to Davon and told Davon, hey, by the way, I told Pauly about the eight pack and Davon was just like, Oh, oh okay. And you know, I, I, I found that a little odd. Like, mm-hmm. What was a little yeah, odd? I just, Frank? I just found that a little odd that Frank would go back and tell Day what he told Polly. Like that was just I, I don't know, like was he trying to like make sure that he came off as trustworthy as possible? <laughs> Like, I just don't – I don't get that logic why he would, like, actually, you know, say, hey, I just blew up our spot to somebody who's not in it. 
without well, even consulting you guys first. This is the thing. Frank went and told Davon that he ratted out the eight pack. Okay, stupid, mm-hmm. stupid move because I think he was trying to cover his ass in case Paulie yeah. went back and said something to her. But then in the same aspect, if I was Paulie, I'd be like, damn, he just he just told me about an eight person alliance with the numbers right now. An eight person alliance is perfect, right? Why mm-hmm. would you spill the beans about that? And I can't trust. I, if I was Paulie, I'd be like, I can't trust Frank because he's already spilling the shit about the eight pack. Who exactly. just say he's not going to talk about us, right? So Frank, exactly. the only reason why I think he's on the block is because his team is safe, and that makes him safe, right? Yeah, I agree. Mm-mm-mm. <sighs> Frank, I think Frank is, if, if their team doesn't win next week, I, I have a feeling Frank is going to go bye-bye. These well, hoes ain't loyal, man. These hoes ain't loyal. I'm trying to tell you. They ain't. Yes, they ain't. They okay. are not loyal. So we are getting close to the end. We're actually kind of going a little over. But um, I wanted to ask you about a couple things real quick before we go. The Spy Girls, the, the, the Spy Girls that first off got spied on by uh, Tiffany in the hammock. The Spy Girls who sent up, uh, I believe it was uh, Bridget. No, was it Bridget or Bronte to spy on the uh, house upstairs as the Messiah uh, had a meeting of the minds. Um, the Spy Girls, what are your thoughts on that alliance? I have no opinion. <laughs> it's a fucking Ooh, joke. You know what? No opinion. That's shade, honey. Shade. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. Get out of here. Spy Girls. Oh, they, they, they don't even know that they're getting spied on shit. Spy girls getting spied on the first second. Uh uh uh. Anyway, and uh, to 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 end it, uh, we obviously know that you like Paul. So, who is your your top three right now? My top three would probably be Paul, Zakia. Who else is likable? Day. Like, yeah, that's about it, really. Right. Like everyone, everyone else, I just I'm just like, ugh, you know, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like I like yeah, Polly though. I think Polly's gonna do okay but Polly I think would that, be you know I like Polly, but he's not in my top three. I don't want Polly to win. I'm sorry. I like him but I don't want him to win because he's a gimmick. And I don't want any gimmicks to win. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Amen. And somebody somebody called in last week and asked, you know, what our guilty pleasure was. Meaning who are you rooting for, but you won't put it out there on Front Street? You're not going to, you know, tweet it or whatever. Who's, like, your guilty pleasure in there? Uh, I'm pretty transparent. Like, who I, who I like is what you see. Like, I don't have anybody that I'm secretly rooting for, like, because, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open about who I don't like and who I, who I do. And just, to, just to, to, to let everybody know, we're talking about game-wise. Because when people leave oh. the house, it's a whole different scenario. You know, mm-hmm. that's, the game is over. You've got to like a team. You've got to hate a team, just like in football or any sports. This is a sport. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody can like the same person. Not everybody can like the same category seven or whatever the fuck four and the big mm-hmm. sisters and the unicorns and the most ridiculous names I've 
probably hurting. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who I'm not rooting for. Hold on. Let okay. Me just look so who you're not rooting for? Everybody but your top three. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm rooting for others. I don't know. I just got to see their fucking faces because I can't remember who the hell is all. Okay. Well, we didn't talk about Michelle. What about Michelle? You know, obviously I, not this I, Michelle because I know you love me, honey. Please. Is, there is nobody. There is nobody named Michelle that will ever top your crazy ass. This Michelle, <laughs> I find her. I find her. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what to think about. I call her Bizarro Nicole, by the way. Do you remember those the Superman the series when uh, they had Bizarro, the like crazy looking uh, all white uh, Superman that was looked all fucked up and shit? You know, he was like Superman's like alter like ego or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. I call yep. that's why I call um, Michelle Bizarro Nicole because she's kind of like the fucked up looking version of Nicole. Um, I thought she looked just like Nicole's sister. I would have sworn. When we saw her going into the house and her bios and everything, I would have sworn she was Nicole's sister. She looks like she her. Looks she sounds like exactly her. Her mannerisms are the like same. Nicole. Glasses. She she just better not dye her hair blonde after the show. Um, I would have sworn she was in the area too. Aren't they from yeah, the same area too? Next door, uh, next door state. I'm telling you, the best, the best situation, the best scenario for a twist would be for um, them to say, you know, indicate somehow that Nicole's father had cheated on her mom. And <laughs> Michelle, Michelle was her half-sister. That would just make the entire... Oh my god, scene. we're going to have another co- a cowboy Nicole-ness? <laughs> oh, it would be... I mean, it would be so delicious. Like, this would, like, be one of my favorite seasons if that was a possibility. Or like my mom says. My is, mom that, still, is that evil? No. But you know what? My mom says she still swears that Tiffany is actually Vanessa with a wig on. And she's like, Michelle, I know that's Vanessa. I don't care what anybody says. She got a brown wig on. I don't care. Mm-mm. That's it. No, I'm done. Tiffany said, okay, looks, Mama Costa. Tiffany is definitely hotter than Vanessa. Um, Tiffany's hot. Yeah, Tiffany is really cute. Um, but like, I, yeah, she she definitely has the the mannerisms though down. It's crazy. Everything, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of creepy actually when she's talking and stuff. I'm like closing my eyes and I'm like Vanessa, Vanessa. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Tiffany is wicked cute. Uh, I don't. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about. We didn't really talk about Nicole. What are your thoughts on Nicole mm-hmm. this year? I mean, a lot of people kind of. Aren't really liking the game been, too much. Yeah, I mean, I've never really been a big Nicole fan anyway. Like, you know, everybody hypes her head up like she's just such this great player and shit like that. And I don't really see the hype in Nicole. I really don't. Um, you know, I don't know. I find her game this year, it's a little bit better than last year. But, like, with Nicole, you know, she always has to – um, pair up with, you know, she can never just like, you know, that whole like female bonding, how they were trying to do and have a, like an all girls alliance. You know, she always has to have some dude to help carry her. She can never just like be a strong woman, you know, and show the fans that a female can play this game without having the help of a dude. Like, I don't know. I don't mm. get Nicole. You no. know me though? I have a question for yeah. Parker. 
What's that? So I want to know what you think about the new Pokemon Go game, and if you could oh, send the Pokemon Go game into the Big Brother house and send one of the Big Brother 18 cast members out on a Pokemon Go mission, who would it be and where would you send them? I would send... Oh, okay, I can't say that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Go I'm ahead. Let it out, Parker. Try, no, because it. No, because it was it was about a certain house guest that I'm trying not to bash so much anymore. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's so funny how that was just it was just natural because me I'm I'm you know I admit when I'm I'm a wrong and I'm an asshole and I'm just trying to be a better person you know so okay never mind about that person so um I would probably send. <laughs> Other than that person, I don't know. Damn, no, I don't know. <laughs> because, like, when you were telling me the question, I already had my answer made up in my head, and it made total sense. But it, it really made me sound like an asshole. <laughs> but <laughs> let's, not, let's not stop now. I mean, there's going to be a lot of asshole moments in the future. So, I mean, if no. you just want to, like, say it, go for it. No, I can't. I'll, I'll tell you later, Michelle. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I just say something about this Pokemon thing? Okay. It's what amazing. the fuck is wrong with all you fucking people? Okay. It's because, fucking awesome. Wait, wait. Can I just say my experience with it the was Pokemon thing? three guys thing? here in okay. St. Louis that got arrested for robbing somebody right off the bat. Like as soon as the game was <laughs> I released. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I actually saw people up on Federal Hill, which is a very, it's a, it's a amazing spot in Providence, you know, local restaurants, amazing stuff, a lot going on. And I'm, I'm watching people randomly walking through the street, in the middle of the street, and trying to get a Pokemon. And I said, what the hell are you doing? Get out of the street. You're going to get run over. They're like, I'm getting yeah, Pokemon. That's a I crazy. said, what? the hell and then somebody but the thing is, somebody like, you, said, you can just walk you don't have to walk to it like it it appears on your thing and you click it and you try to catch it and you can catch it from right where you're standing you well guess what somebody needs to inform it. these people that they don't need to be walking <laughs> in the middle of the street and then and then somebody says to me well it was made because they want kids to get more exercise i said they want kids to walk up in the middle of a street while cars are flying by okay yay on the exercise what the hell right <laughs> Right, like that is pretty crazy, but I love it. I've been, a, I'm really excited about it. I've been a Pokemon fan since its first introduction in America back when I was like in eighth grade, eighth or ninth grade, I, and I've been a Pokemon fan ever since. I've had Pokemon Blue. I had um, countless cards. Uh, yeah, fuck that. I love Pokemon, so I'm really excited well, to build my character up and collect as many as I can. Okay. Well, like, how did you they explain that? Well, they said that there's something Pokemon locations oh, that there's... you can find. And the mom, a mom had her little seven-year-old girl there. And they explained many of the locations are like parks and different places that you can go and, and find the Pokemons. And she said that her and her daughter have already found many local parks that they had never been to before and she's actually yeah. finding new places to take her daughter that are right there in her own neighborhood that they had never visited before and she's really finding it to be quite helpful you know for her and her daughter to go out and explore these these new places and places that they should have found long ago that are, are not far from where they live 
But because they didn't get out of the house much, you know, they never even went to these places. But now that she's involved in this Pokemon game, they're going out and finding these cool places. And, you know, she's going with her well, daughter to get every robbed, you know, because she's only to get seven. Robbed but, at the park? <laughs> well, her daughter's only seven, so she's going every place with her. But, you know, apparently they're putting them in, in very open places that should be, you know, safe. And yeah. hopefully are safe for you everyone think. to go to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I said, it was three kids right here in my own area that got arrested right after the game was released for robbing somebody off of this Pokemon game. The only thing um, I hope about Pokemon but, is that someone pokes Memon. Poke Memon. <laughs> Girl, you don't act Anywhere. like you don't like to get poked. No, I do. Poke Memon. Let's do this. That's the only Pokemon I <laughs> want to know about. <laughs> hey, Miss Parker. What level are you hey, on? <laughs> you fine? You fine at Miss Parker? Miss Parker gonna get it. You know what I'm talking about? That's a Miss Parker a just don't know. Miss Parker just don't know, right? No, she yeah. Don't. So, yeah. what was oh, your answer, Lisa. Parker? Yeah, huh? Parker, you gotta give us an answer. You gotta give us an answer oh, on the, who wants to get poked in the mind. Hey, what, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I know your tactic. If you could give, if you could give the Pokemon Go game to somebody in eight, the Big Brother eighteen house, who would you give it to, and where would you send them? Okay, so this may sound mean, <laughs> but you know Pop what course. the Pokemon game, what the Pokemon game was intended. It was intended to get people moving and active. And to get, you know, maybe lose a little weight. So why not give it to Glenn? Okay. That's there you okay. go. And where would answer. you send him? And w- I would send yeah, Glenn we- to to um, a wildlife sanctuary. <laughs> Ooh. I don't want to know. So that he can do a lot fun. of walking. That sounds fun. So he can do some walking, yeah. All right. These boots are made for walking, and that's just mm-hmm. what they'll do. What are these, these these boots are gonna walk all over Pokemon? Okay, so as we know, Parker. Uh, you know, I I didn't give Parker's name any justification. Parker, Parker, Parker. He loves it when I call him Parker. I love it. Parker, Parker, Parker. I love it. I love you. We love, love you, you here, Manic Monday. The chat room loves you. One more question. Oh, two more. One is, do you think that it's going to be a woman's year to win Big Brother? I think yes. Absolutely. What do you think? 100%. Absolutely. There will definitely be a female winner. I will be shocked if there's not. Okay. And, Parker, a lot of people want to know, if you were given the opportunity to go back, it's going to be like a double question. Would you go back if it was a mixed bag? Would you go back if it was an All-Stars, or would you go back at all? Um, you know what's funny? I just started thinking about that the other day, like, if I were to be asked to go back. I don't... Yeah, a part of me would be like, fuck yes, you know what I mean? Like, cool. But then, like, you know, you just... 
these fans like shit. Like, do I really want to put myself in those crosshairs? You know what I mean? Because like, it's one thing to be on the giving end of talking shit because, you know, as you said, when I was on, they didn't have Twitter and stuff like that as active as it is now. But like, you know, social media and stuff like that. Like, do I really want to be a part of all these memes and, you know, crazy shit that could like really haunt me for years to come? I don't know. Um, but no, I would want to go back. I would definitely, if I were to go back, I wouldn't, I would love to play with a mixed cast. I don't know if I could play with all vets, um, just simply because like, you know, I know these people, some more than others. So I would, you know, obviously align myself with those people, but like just the fact that I know these people would be just a little bit more tough to play it because eventually I'm going to have to break somebody's heart, you know? So I don't know. But yeah, we have a lot some breaking of news. Very close. What is that, Jay? Huh? We have some breaking news. Some people in the chat room are watching the feeds while we're talking, and apparently yeah. a bird just shit on Frank's head. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. The irony. That the irony. Is amazing. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's great. Let me just. And, and I don't think it was birthday of Zakia. <laughs> yes. That yes. is amazing. <laughs> I'm going to say that's not the, the, the good luck poop on the head, as a lot of people say. I think that's yeah. uh, the irony of the situation. Uh, that was Grondor. Grondor sent that bird in there. They, they <laughs> sent one of those banner planes, and the banner plane <laughs> specifically pooped on Frank's head. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, my God. I said it crapped on his hand. Someone said it crapped on his hand, not his head. Wait, you crapped on your hand. Awesome. What? What? That's awesome. All right. Well, that's a good way to you know finish this out. Um, uh, Parker, uh, very happy to hear about your whore. Um, <laughs> her own rules. We love it. Love it. Love it. I remember. Yeah. Um, Follow us on Instagram. Was, we need followers. We need followers on Instagram at her own rules. We'll get on. Yeah, you know what's so awesome? We were driving from California to Vegas, and um, Parker was showing me, you know, um, the things that he was doing and wanted to, you know, eventually, which is now her own rules, and it was showing me all these different things, and I was like, oh, my God, these are so cool, amazing, the coffee cups, all that kind of stuff, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. I was like, this is really awesome stuff, and to see it now, um, it's I'm so proud of you, Parker. You know, it's Thank you. just amazing. I really appreciate that. Yeah, to see all your hard work and everything that you've kind of like, you know, been thinking about and putting it together, and and now it's you know in in flight. Technically, I mean, you got this little baby, and you got to set it free to go poop on Frank's head. Um, so, <laughs> um, very, very proud of you. You guys, make sure you go check it out at Her Own Rules, Instagram, Facebook, even go to MySpace. Shit, that's the era that me No, and we, don't, we don't fuck around with no MySpace. <laughs> Somebody lied to Listen, you. Listen, you, you are my top eight. You are my top eight. I'll just say that. You know, actually, I was, I was actually, um, when MySpace was out, I was one of the cool new people when I first signed up for it. One of my friends told me they saw me as a cool new person. How cool is that? Ooh. You are cool, Parker. 
You are the coolest of the cool. I'll tell you that right now. You are amazing, just awesome. And, you know, like, he speaks his mind, people, yes. And he's saying a lot of things that we want to say, yes. And if you just actually get to hang out with him, I mean, I've had the pleasure (laughs) of being able to hang out with my Parker for many years now, and he is absolutely my favorite. I love him, love him, love him. I love you, Parker. Um, Thank you for being you. That's just what I love is that you are what you see is what you get. And I really wish there was a lot of people that were like that. You know, you, you really tell how it is, but you, you're like, let's talk about it. This is how I feel, but Hey, let's talk about it and let's work it out and move Mm -hmm. on. You know, and I love that about you. So good luck with everything. If you ever want to come back on um, before the end of the season, uh, uh, maybe in a month or so to see where we're at, because that would be interesting to see if there's any new twists or who comes mm-hmm. back, because you you never know about Messiah. Messiah might just go back in the house. Oh, there's some someone just said, uh, how do they know someone's coming back? Uh-oh. That tea be messy in that house. Somebody's spilling it. Mm. Anywho, mm-hmm. well, I would love we'll to come see. back. We'll back. Let me know. I would love to hang out with you guys again. It's been fun. Yes, and um, you know I'm going to be seeing you for the finale party and our annual yes. Vegas trip. So that'll, that'll be in a couple months, babe. Turn you, up, turn me, up, turn and Lawan, the turn three up, turn amigos. Up, turn up, turn up, baby. Yes. Um, can you just yeah. say bye to the chat room because they love you. Bye. all right parker make sure you guys go follow him on all his social media parker thank you again for taking the time out of your busy day and also being a diva and taking a phone call for work because that was pretty hot that's hot (laughs) he's like a yeah go buy some clothes from parker yeah. Take care, Parker. Take care, guys. Later. We love you. Bye, honey. Take care. Bye. Find your Pokemon. <laughs> He's okay. adorable. Oh, I just love everything about him. I love, 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 love. Thank you again, Parker, for calling in. I hope you guys all love that because that was epic. Uh, delicious. Just give you guys. Yes, delicious is right. Slurp that up. Every last drop. Um, just let you guys know, next week I will not be here, Cherry. I know. I'm not going to be here Hope because I'm taking my daddy. Yeah, I'm taking my daddy to go see um, Monday Night Raw for his birthday. But we do have a fill-in, Cherry. Do you want me to tell everybody? Sure, yeah. go ahead. Okay. So my fill-in, well... Of course, it's going to be the fabulous, the epic, Jason Roy. Oh, my Lanta, bitches. He's going to be filling in for me, and you just never know what's going to go down. He's going to be co-hosting with my favorite cherry pie in the world, my cherry pie, my cherry. Um, So stay tuned for next week, Uh, same time, same place, at 7 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, that will be on July 18th, so uh, I will be missing you guys, 
but I'm going to have some good times with my dad, and um, I'll be back the following week, and we have some great guests um, that we're going to be having on, um, so stay tuned for that. Sherry, we had such a great show tonight. We talked about a lot, and I am sure that the Big Brother 18 uh, house guests are not done yet. Don't stick a fork in them. They're not done. It's just the beginning. And uh, people, if you're playing Pokemon, look both ways before you stand in the middle of the street trying to catch a Pokemon. (laughs) I think that's what I, I don't really know yet what's going on, but I just know that, like, People are getting their exercise, okay? If you want to get your exercise, just don't do it in the middle of the streets. And, and also, um, uh, be careful because, obviously, people are robbing people. I, I mean, I, I just I don't know what the hell is going on with this Pokemon thing. So, it's confusing. But, and remember to be here on Thursday night for the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show with Michael Cowboy Ellis. And... I don't know exactly who his guest is going to be this week, but he always brings a fabulous guest, just like Michelle Costa does on Mondays. He'll be here Thursday night, right after CBS airs. On Thursday, we see the live eviction. We see what happens on on Big Brother Live. We see the eviction, and then our show begins instantly afterwards, so make sure you're here for that. Um, We talk about what happens what, who just got evicted and everything that just happened on the live show. So make sure you, as soon as the live show is over, you jump on and join us to chat about everything that just happened. And Cowboy will have some amazing guests from Big Brother on with him and we'll spill the tea, as it says, um, about everything that just went down on Big Brother 18 on CBS on Thursday night. So, and then back here again on Monday with Jason Roy this coming Monday. And then after that, Michelle will be back. I will be back. Thursday show is at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Michelle's show on Mondays are at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. So make sure you're here to join us for both of those shows. Our time is about up here, so we're going to close the show with Ryan, as we always do. I hope everybody has a great week. Take yes. care, everyone. And God bless. Michelle, I'm so proud of Portugal. Go, Portugal! I know you... Portugal, Forza! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I yes, know you enjoyed my... every Portugal minute of that. <laughs> oh, Terry, I can't even explain it to you. Me, my mom, my dad, my whole family, everybody. I We're saw that so... you sent those mobs over there. What did I, I saw do? that you sent those you sent those mobs over there. The mobs. The mobs. Oh, the flying mobs! <laughs> <laughs> I saw that you sent those over there. Did you see? Did you see? I said, yeah. "Dear mobs, uh, France is your light." Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> is the light for Portugal. Thank you, and let there be light because they're attracted to light, Terry. So I wanted them to attack the French. Well, we, In a have, good way. we have to do this. We got to go. Here's Ron to take us out. It was a good plan, Michelle. 
Thank you. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great one. Absolutely. Say good night, Michelle. Good night. Viva Portugal. That's a wrap. <laughs> good night, everybody. God bless. Mwah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.